Okay, ladies, it is summertime. The sun is shining, the beaches are calling, and the barbecues are on fire. But do you think to yourself, all of those fun activities, how can I stay consistent with my health and my workouts this summer? Most women struggle to stay consistent with their health during the summertime, and that's okay, right? The days are getting longer. We finally have had a little bit of freedom in our lives. The weather's nicer, and suddenly we have a million things to do. Enter the stress-free summer. It is here to help you. It is my 66-day challenge that will help you to stay on track this summer, no matter what life throws you. The stress-free summer will show you how to be consistent, how to harness the power of small changes so you stop asking yourself, is it working? You'll just know and you will also stop wondering, WTF, what do I eat? And finally, have a healthy living process that will make getting healthy feel easy. Make this the first change of your summer. Instead of telling yourself you need to exercise more and eat less, bring your food to the neighborhood barbecue. Now's the time that we get some results by keeping it simple. So join me for the stress-free summer. It is our 60, it's my signature 66-day challenge that you won't want to miss. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock-steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by M.L. Martell. She writes, five stars, Kim is more than just knowledgeable in just health and fitness. She is supportive, reassuring, and on the level. She gives it to you straight, just the way most people need it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate that review. And you too can review Fit Girl Magic Podcasts. Just go to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to this show and just leave me a five-star review. Um, I love them. I take them to heart. I just want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best stuff. So thank you so much for all of you who have left me a review so far. I can't wait to highlight you. All right, Magic Makers, I hope that you are having a great week. And so in today's episode, I wanted to talk about the power of the little things. And I've talked about this for a really long, I've talked about this for a while, right? I've talked about how So many of us think that change is about doing all the things, right? You know, having this like 400 list to-do list. And if I'm not doing all 400 things, then I am never going to hit my goals. And, you know, that's just not the case, right? Or we think that like I make a decision and then I really have to focus on willpower, discipline, motivation. And that's really how I'm going to um, get my goals. And that, you know, we are so excited, right? When we make that decision, like, oh my God, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Like, oh my God, I'm starting this new program. And you tell yourself that, you know, again, you know, pull it on the willpower, you know, 
uh, pulling out the willpower battery, knocking on the motivation door and telling yourself, yep, I'm going to be so disciplined starting on Monday. And we keep saying to all of that ourselves that, you know, we got to make these big sweeping changes. We got to create these brand new routines. But how has that worked out for you? Right. How has that worked out for you? Because I'm sorry, ladies, like habits, like lasting habits don't work that way. Right. You know, I want you to take a, a moment and imagine like, what if your habits had nothing to do with willpower, had nothing to do with discipline, had nothing to do with motivation, you know, and, and you know, we think that we have to like come up with like in the clutch, you know, like I'm going to use a, a, a sports analogy here. So I live here in Boston and there was a player, his name is um, David Ortiz. And whenever there were uh, like clutch moments in the game where we needed, you know, to clear the bases to get uh, some runs, we needed, you know, clear bases to get some runs. We needed um, just a run. He would have a way of just like stepping up to the plate and just crushing it, right? And if you think about baseball, it is like, you know, the way the ball comes across the plate, the way you have to angle your bat to hit the ball. Like there are just so many different variables that you can't, you're not guaranteed to crush every time you step up to the plate, but somehow David Ortiz was able to do that. And that's how we think we are. We think that in order to get to the goals we want, we got to be big poppy. We got to just step up and crush every single day. And I get that, right? Because it's like, you start, you're starting, you're so excited. You see the person that you want to be, and you just can't wait to be that person because you're like, I've wanted to be this person for, ah, I can't, even, I, I can't, I can't, I just can't, right? So here is where, I want us to take the focus on how much change we're trying to create from step one, right? Instead of looking at like, you know, the entire rainbow, if you will, the entire, you know, forest of change. What if we just scaled it back and said, what are we trying to create in the first place? And, you know, I did a call a couple of weeks ago um, about the stress-free summer. And I asked people, you know, what's your vision for summer, right? Like, let's just break it down. Like for 90 days, like saying June, July, and August, what do you foresee for yourself? And, you know, some people are like, all right. Where other people are like, well, you know, they wanted more parameters, right? They wanted like you to put the, the guidepost on them versus like stepping up and seeing what their vision was. So when we think about change, I want you to think about that it's way easier to change the tiny than to change the huge, right? So if I say I want to lose 20 pounds, it's way easier for me to say, how do I lose one pound versus how do I lose 20? Because the steps to lose one pound, if I do it right, if I keep repeating it 19 more times, what do you think is going to happen? What? Yeah, I just said that out loud, right? And those tweaks in my life are relatively painless versus when I try to sprint to the finish line, try to hit that big poppy style um, home run, then I feel sometimes tired and I just want to sit down and rest, right? So when, when you're consistent with the small changes, they quickly add up and they become, they add towards your bigger habit you know, losing the 20 pounds, eating 400 grams of vegetables, having 30 grams of protein with my dinner, being regularly um, going to the gym, you know, it is the little things uh, that add to the bigger things. Um, 
there's a guy, uh, Darren Hardy. Yes, Darren Hardy. He calls it the compound effect, right? He says, if we do these small actions for 27 months, now he's talking about building a business. But if you think about it, Benny, if I told you, okay, over, give me 27 months and we're going to lose the weight, you would be like, girl, I want to lose that in 27 days or 27 minutes or 27 seconds. Like, you don't know where I do know that if I slow it down, I slow my roll. I'm more likely to stick with my habits, right? You know, and I've shared this with you multiple times and I keep sharing it with you because I want to like finally like, you know, because I can't take all of you and shake you by the shoulders as much as I want to, I can't. But I wanted to start sharing with you that for many of us, it's the slow, it's the pace that we choose that's going to really ultimately help us get our goal. And the old way of making you know, the old, our old way of making changes, we thought we had to struggle. We had to suffer. If it wasn't extreme enough, then girl, get out of my face. I know I was that person. Like if you, if I wasn't like crawling through glass and bleeding from the eyeballs, it wasn't extreme enough. If I didn't have to like white knuckle my way through the day, like pff, why even try? Like, why should it be easy? And, you know, as you get older, you get a little wisdom in your head and I'm wiser now. And my wisdom is like, you know what? I'm done uncle, I'm done stressing. I'm done with the marathon sessions at the gym. I want my life to be more about revolving around my exercise, my food, right? I want to find a way that, you know, my diet and my exercise and my life aren't in constant battle with each other, that there is, I'm going to use the word, there is balance, right? That it's not the first thought in my head of like, what am I going to eat today? And how am I not going to blow it? And when is my workout going to happen? Or if I didn't work out, I'm not like, oh crap, like I didn't work out. And I have this whole, like, you know, Mike Tyson type fight in my head about why I suck. Right. So here's where I want us to start to think about willpower is a battery. Think about like your phone. If I didn't plug in my phone every night, at some point during the day, my phone would give out. That is willpower. And if I'm always white knuckling it, I'm always telling myself, you know, I can't have this and I must do that. And I can't do, you know, it's like this, you know, the battle of good and evil, if you will, then I'm always going to struggle and I'm always going to lose. And if you're tired of losing, keep listening because I'm dropping some nuggets today and we're not even 10 minutes into this freaking episode. All right. So when I scale back, And I see the smaller changes. I can see, I can see the steps. I can see success, right? And every day I want you not, yeah, every day, at least every week, I want you to win. I want you to to look back at your week and be like, oh, I told myself I was going to go to the gym three days a week and I did it. Wow. Look at me. Right. Versus I told myself I was going to lose 20 pounds this week and dang, I didn't lose the 20 pounds this week. Right. I want you to think about that, right? So instead of setting this like big giant overarching goal, yeah, have this vision, but from your vision, your daily actions must contribute to that vision. If my daily actions are not contributing to that vision, what do you think is going to happen? I ain't going to get it, (laughs) right? So, you know, let's, so let's start to focus in on the, have that vision, like, you know, have the 20 pounds, have the eat more vegetables, have all of that. And then say, how do I contribute to this on a daily basis? Right. You know, I, I think about um, back in the day, I, um, I still do. Actually, so to save for my travel every week, I save $60. 
and I put aside $60 and it just automatically goes into my savings account. So when I do travel, I have the money to go. And so I want you to think about like, that's what I'm doing. Like I, I, it's, it's just, it's just this little weekly thing that is like slowly dripping, slowly dripping. So that eventually, like when I do decide to go on a trip, I'm like, Hey, I'm rolling in it. Well, you know, $60 is $60, but I feel like, you know, I have, I, I have the money and I'm not running around trying to scrape it together. So here's what I'm talking about, right? So if you were trying to say lose the 20 pounds, because everyone has at some points that I wanted to lose 20 pounds. All right, I'm going to give you two scenarios. And you're going to say to yourself, what scenario would you find yourself sticking with for at least 30 days? All right. You're going to tell yourself that every single night for dinner, you're going to have a salad. Every single night. Like, doesn't matter. Sunday through Sunday through Saturday, I'm going to have a Saturday. I'm going to have a salad every single night. Okay. That's scenario one. Scenario two is, you know what? Every, every dinner, I'm going to add a vegetable. Make sure that I have a vegetable with my dinner. Of those two scenarios, which one do you think you're more likely to stick with? Yeah. Because you're more likely to stick with having a vegetable. Because if you think about it, right? I love a salad. I have one every single day for lunch, right? It, it's just something I've decided to do. But there are times that if I feel like if I'm out and there's something like even more delicious on the menu, I'll have it, but then I'll make sure I have a vegetable, right? Because the reason why I started having salad is just to make sure I have vegetable, make sure I get my fiber in. But it's like, I give myself the flexibility. Um, but for a lot of my clients, they're like, oh, I don't really like salad that much. I don't really, I only like salad when I go out. And you know, how many of us, like someone else makes a better sandwich, gosh, darn it, they make a better sandwich or someone else makes a better salad than what I can make at home. So I want you to think about, right? Are, it's about going for the incremental change versus the sweeping change, right? Because then they become routines more quickly. And the more uh, things become routine, the more I get to that consistency, right? That missing piece that so many of us are like, I wanna be consistent, but we're just like, I don't even know what that looks like or how to do it. And then we ultimately get the results, right? So how do we, you know, start to do these things? The first step, accept where you are, right? My favorite poem by Arthur, I don't know, and it's not a poem. I don't, it's a poem or quote. Meh. Either way, it's by Arthur Ashe. And he's, it's, it's three lines. And he's like, start where you are. Do what you can with what you got, right? It, it is like the, the, it is my mantra, um, and I say it over and over and over again, because so many times we like, like we get all caught up in the vision. Great. I want you to have that vision, but I also want you to step back and say, what can I do to get there? Right. So it's like, I'm in Boston. How do I get to California? Am I going to walk? Am I going to Uber? Am I going to drive? Am I going to take fly? Right. It's like, I need to think about, okay, this is where I want to go, but where am I right now? And be honest, like we can't all be masters. When we're in school and I show up at kindergarten, do I be like, you know, those guys up there, they're coloring. Yeah, I need to be in advanced coloring. So who do I talk to? 
I'm laughing because you couldn't imagine a five-year-old being like, and so who do I talk to, right? You don't show up. You're like, oh, everyone's coloring. Grab me a crayon. Blue is my favorite. And you like start going to town, coloring whatever the hell you're coloring, right? So we have to just figure out where are we and be okay with that, right? Um, one of my mentors says, everyone was once, a, every master was once a disaster. Be a disaster. Because that's how I learn. That's how I get awkward as F and I learn. I learn what's going to work for me. I learn my pace, right? Do what I can. It comes into pace. So many people want to sprint to the finish line, but I have to look around at my life. Is this a time that I I can sprint? Is this a time that I got to go slow? Is this a time for me? I got to learn some serious lessons. Is this a time for me to be laying the foundation, right? Where am I? And with what I got, you know, I, you know, I had a client and she's like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't do the workouts. And I was like, oh, why don't you do the workouts? And she's like, I don't belong to a gym. So, okay. So if you don't belong to a gym, you haven't raised your hand and say, you don't belong to a gym. How can you expect to get help? Right. So many people are sitting around waiting for people to save you. No one's, no one's going to save you. Right. There's a book by Barbara Stanley, Stanley. Yeah. Barbara Stanley. And it's called Prince Charming's Not Coming, right? And it's, you know, talks about how, you know, she lost all her money um, with her husband. Well, no one's coming to save you or, or anoint you for fitness, right? You have to raise your hand. And so when you hire a coach, you know, I know personally, I ask a lot of questions. So many questions that my people like, the love of God, I can't answer any more questions. But I was trained the client has the answer. So when you tell me, the assumption is when you shine up for one of my programs, my assumption is if you don't have something or you need something, you're going to raise your hand, right? Because I always say, if you need anything, please let me know. You know, so when you sign up for a workout program, I assume that you have access to a gym. And if you don't have access to a gym, you say, okay, I don't have access to a gym. This is what I have. And then we can start to like create things for you. But silence is consensus. That is my number one thing. I always say silence is consensus. So as we're, as we're starting to do this, I need to lean into my fear. I need to lean in my fear that I'm not going to be perfect. I need into a fear that I'm not going to get it right. Lean into my fear that, you know what, it's going to, it might take me longer than I wanted to, right? We wanted it to be Amazon prime. I think about it on a Monday, by Friday, you know, Amazon's ringing my doorbell being like, here's your goal, sister. That doesn't work. That's not how it happens, right? It's not how it happens. So drop the what drop the way you think it has to be right so many of us get caught up in our rigid mindsets of like in order for me to hit my goals i need to be at the gym for a certain amount of time i need to eat a certain number of meals i need to do 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 no rest no recovery and i want to ask how is that working out for you right how are you measuring your goal you know i had a client who she first came to me and she was just like crushing it at the gym. And I'm like, awesome. I'm like, what's your sleep look like? Crickets, right? Her nervous system was so overstimulated from, you know, running from work to running to deal with her kids from running to the gym, running, 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 running. She never gave herself a rest day, never let herself just Right. And when I asked her, I was like, when do you ever take like five minutes for you? Crickets. Right. So we need to start to stop just doing, doing, doing and sit down for a hot second and say, what the hell do I want? So then we can start to see the trees for the forest. Right. If I want to be fit, great. 
but are my daily actions contributing to that? And I'm always going to say that because it's the little things that add up over and over and over again, right? And as I make my decisions, it's okay if it's small. It's okay, right? Who Who's out there judging? Point this person out. Point this person out who will tell me if you say, um, you know what? All I got in me is two times a week. Great. Awesome. Let's do it. You know, who am I to judge? Because I don't know what your season is, right? I don't know. Are you taking care of aging parents? Are you taking care of a kid with a disability? Do you have a more than full-time job? Is right now work just crazy town, right? Well, I don't know that. So I'm, I'm going to meet you where you are. And if a, a coach can't meet you where you are, then you can, you need to get yourself another coach, right? Because it's okay to take the slow route, right? We don't always have to be, you know, driving down the highway, 80 miles an hour, you know, singing to the radio. It's okay if we say to ourselves, you know what, I want to take my time. You know, I always, I liken it to like a road trip across the country. There's some people who are like, I got to be there and they're, they're just going to stop the pee and get gas. Other people are like, I'm going to stop at every tourist trap between here and where I want to go, right? So it, it's okay. And give yourself the grace, right? Because eventually you're going to get there. And you know what? Fast isn't always the best way. Sorry, not sorry, right? So as we, as I'm, you know, I've pretty much put you in a headlock <laughs> with this concept. So I really want you to start thinking about what are some of the small changes that I can start to make? So if you're someone who struggles with consistent workouts, right? Put in your calendar. Every Sunday I sit down and I'm like, when am I going to work out? And it's, and it's in my calendar and I treat it like an appointment that I can't break. But I also give myself flexibility. So if I am traveling and I say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm leaving on Thursday for this, that means Sundays and, and if I am like, can I work out? I used to be like, oh my God, I'm going to have to Google and find some place that I can work out. But I'm like, can I work out? I asked the question can I work out without a lot of gymnastics, right? They're like, oh, if I take a cab, if I walk 40 minutes, right? I'm not even going to open the door for to my crazy for you on this one. So make an appointment in my calendar, but have the flexibility so that it's like, oh, you know, on Tuesday, I have a dentist appointment. So instead of going to the dentist, so on Tuesday, I'm not going to go to the gym, but usually Wednesday is my rest day. So I will go to the gym on Wednesday, right? So have that fluidity in your schedule. I lay out my clothes, right? So I, I work out in the morning. So I want to wake up when I get up at 5 a.m. Do you think the thing I want to do is pick up my clothes? I, the night before, night before I, I lay out my clothes, right? I lay them out, underwear included, socks. Like all I have to do is put my clothes on. Everything's sitting out ready for me to put on. If I were to say, go to the gym at night, I would do the same thing. So if I would put it in the bag and I would put that bag right by the door so that I, I had to trip over the bag to get out of my house, right? Lower my expectations. You know, I had, I had a client who she worked out Monday through Friday and then she had a kid and, you know, kids are kids. And, you know, some nights they, they sleep like a log. Other nights they're up all night. And she was just like, so frustrated that her schedule was disrupted. And I was like, here's the thing. We got to lower our expectations. So instead of it being five days a week, what is a bare minimum for you? Right. I, you know, I've said this before and I will say it, say it forever. Good, better, best. What's a good week. What's a better week. What's your best week and live with that. And then lower your expectations as to what makes a great workout. Right. I'm always going to challenge you to strength train. You know, I have some people like, well, I walk. 
don't get me wrong. I love a walk, but if you're a woman over 40, you have to minimally strength train at least two days a week, minimally. And I'm, I'm challenging you to find heavy weights, right? So that when you can do anywhere from a 15 to a 30 minute workout with heavy weights so that your muscles are burning um, and you are lifting heavy weights. All right. So that's that, you know, so those are like simple things that I can say, okay, this is, and it, you don't have to do them all, like decide what feels challenging, but doable for you. If that your goal is to ultimately start working out, uh, on a more consistent basis, eating healthy, instead of always like coming up with like, this is my list. I can't have, I can't have anything on this list. I want you to think about what can I add, right? Track your food for three days. What are you currently eating? I guarantee many of you aren't eating enough protein. I guarantee you're not eating enough vegetables or fruits. And I guarantee you're not drinking a lot of water. So what can we add? Before I even think about like removing stuff, what can I add? Can I add in more fruits and vegetables? Can I add in more water? Can I add in more protein? And just as the example I gave earlier in the in the um, in the episode, make it one meal. Can I add can I add the vegetable or fruit for for breakfast? Can I add you know water somewhere in my and a cup of water somewhere in my day? Can I add protein somewhere in my day? And like get good at one or two of those things before we add on, right? Get good, right? Get it so that it's just like oh yeah, I'm just I'm every night I I. I have my vegetable every night. I have my vegetable, right? Do that. Um, the other big thing that I, you know, see people, they always want to step on that darn scale, right? I want to step on the scale. I must step on the scale. So how do we, how do we break that up? Well, maybe we say you hide the scale, right? I used to keep my scale underneath my um, guest bedroom. Um, what if you tell yourself that you can only weigh yourself on one day a week, right? So, you know, I start to make things a little bit more challenging so that maybe I start to pay attention more to, instead of the scale, I pay attention so that maybe if you really can't go cold turkey on the scale, maybe it starts with something as simple as like every Tuesday, I'm going to try on these pair of jeans, right? And just see how they're going and, and go more in that direction so that we're not constantly beating ourselves up over every ounce that we gain because the sky the the scale doesn't give you that peace of mind right if anything the scale like starts down like judgment uh, t- uh has you going down um judgment alley maybe you want to start like reading m- more so it's like you know maybe it's like starting to, to figure out how do i start to put this into my how do i start to put this in my day maybe it's i'm going to read five pages a day right and it's just really, really simple. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is like, how do I, you know, maybe it's like, I want to drink more water, right? Cause just cause most people, 75% of Americans are dehydrated. And so go drink some more water right after you finish listening to this. Uh, but how do I start to cue in the water? So one of the biggest things I always tell people is that how I started to, started to drink my water is I kicked off my day drinking water. So before, um, so I'll, I'll have a cup of coffee and then I'll have some water and having that glass of water is like, then I can have my second cup of coffee. And so I want you to start thinking about how do I start to like, you know, start, you know, habits need cues. So how do I like create these cues throughout my day so that I can have, um, have better 
habits. You know, the last one I want to leave you with is a bedtime. You know, so many, you know, women will tell me, oh, I just want to get more sleep. Oh, I just want to get more sleep. But I'm like, do you have a bedtime? And they're like, they look at me and I was like, yeah, you need to have a bedtime. Like you were like nine years old, right? You need to have that bedtime because it is that bedtime that starts to signal our body to slow down, to calm down, to chill out. And good sleep is critical for mental and physical health. So we need at least seven to nine hours of sleep every single night so that we aren't uh, feeling um, sleep deprived. So I really want you to start thinking about, you know, how do I kind of create this bedtime so that we are going to bed within roughly the same time, like seven days a week, just so that if we are someone who has chronic sleep issues, we are able to start to have these regular habits that we are uh, seeing. We're not becoming like prisoners of war of our own, of our own uh, creation. So, you know, what I want to leave you with this is that we, if we want to change our lives, we don't have to make these big sweeping changes. Um, Because the problem is that it requires so much energy to do these sweeping changes. And if we just start keeping our eye on the small things that we can do, right? I've given you like several tips that you can do to create, um, to create that change. Because, you know, like I said, how many times did we start and and write this laundry list? This is what I need to do. This is what I'm going to do in order to take to crush it. And then, you know, maybe by Wednesday, maybe by Friday, we are just like pooped and we just can't do it all. So let me ask you, right. Do you want to continue, you know, swinging for the fences and always feeling like you can't always feeling like, you know what, I, 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 I've done my best, but it's just not lasting along. Or do you want to try something different, right? Do I want to break up with the rigidity of this is how it has to look and how it has to be versus exploring other possibilities, exploring that. What if I were to slow my booty down and start to see the trees for the forest when it comes to health and fitness and really start to embrace what it is like to have, you know, I'm going to say balance that my whole world isn't wrapped around my diet and my nutrition. And I finally am getting myself a chance to freaking live. All right. So let me know how this is landing with you. And if there's someone out there that needs to hear this podcast, absolutely, absolutely make sure that you share this with them. Um, and, and I'm going to ask one final ask. If you are loving what you are hearing, do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes. That goes a long way with me. I will read it on air. I It just fills my cup just to know that I am sharing information that is you find uh, helpful and valuable. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.